Welcome to the Speak On It podcast, where everyday people have real conversations through civil discourse. Well, let's start off with it. Uh, Welcome to Speak On It podcast. I'm Melinda Ray, your host. And uh, today's topic, we're going to talk about spanking kids and is it outdated? So again, send in a request if you want to talk um, or send in replies when you when you want to. Um, and I'll get started. For me, I feel like I, I was always in a gray area with it. Um, I never really wanted to spank my kid because I didn't like being spanked. I grew up being spanked. Um, my brothers grew up being spanked. Um, I never saw the point in it as a kid. Um, and then as a parent, it was something that I had to make that decision to do. Um, I can honestly say I think I've I've spanked my kid maybe three times, um, all before the age of five. And then after five years old, I never spanked him again. Um, I learned to find different ways of disciplining. Um, and I also learned that um, there's a difference between disciplining and punishment. And often um, punish, spanking is more of a punishment versus a discipline. So discipline, they're learning something. They're, they're learning the consequences of their actions. They, they learn the lesson and what they did and the mistake that they made, and they learn how to correct it. Whereas a punishment is you're just being punished for whatever you did, and there's no correction to it. There's no explanation to it. There's no understanding as to why it was wrong and why I'm being punished. So um, those are what I had started learning. And for my son, I realized spanking was something that would not work for him anyway. So um, I did um, different things as far as discipline. Um, You know, I wasn't a timeout person, go sit in the corner, timeout. I was not that person. I came up with creative ways. Um, One time he gave me a little attitude and he was like, you know how kids do when they scrunch up their face and roll their eyes and walk away. He was probably, I don't know, seven years old or so, six or seven so I was like, hey, you can stand in the mirror and give yourself an attitude. So he could see what it looked like, you know what I mean? And so um, that's what we did. It was, and he kind of looked at himself and I was like, see, you, you think that's a good look to give me? And he, he realized that the attitude and the, the faces. Now, as he's older, it's a nice little joke. I'm like, go, go look at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> so those are some of the things we do. Um, but I think there's often um, a bunch of different forms of discipline. And I don't know if we should always go straight to um, spanking. Uh, like I said, it was something I used to believe in. Um, and over the years, I've just gradually moved away from it. Let's play a couple replies here. I'm not going to say it's outdated. I'm going to say it's it's more lenient for kids nowadays. Because if you look at your kids sideways, you could get arrested. And that's no joke. It's just it's just crazy nowadays uh, compared to when we was raised. And I don't like talking on it because, uh, you know, I'm tough on my kids, but there's just a certain extent that you have when it comes to disciplining. So I never took it to the extent that my uh, childhood went through. But I just see it as building structure. Um, you know, I don't look at it as discipline. I look at it as a lesson. Uh, sometimes, um, I don't know, people take it way further than what it needs to be. I agree. Um, 
Um, the room is being recorded for a podcast, so audio will be used, um, and there, uh, but no video will be used. So if you'd like to come and join me up on stage and discuss back and forth with me, I'd greatly appreciate it. Or you can send in your replies. There's no judgment. Um, this isn't going to be a podcast where we're going to say you're doing wrong in parenting because I think it's it's very individual and um, perception is everything. And um, it's hard to really tell where people are going. So, you know, just I, I'm not judging nobody. I say what I've done in the past. Um, uh, and if anybody else has other things to go. Um, let's see. We have another reply here. Never, ever. Ever, 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 ever laying a finger on my kids. There you go. Hey, Cass, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing good today. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming up. Uh, we got Brown Boss who joined on stage to talk and have a discussion. Um, and we also got incredible cast with us as well. So, um, I'll, I'll leave it up to y'all. Do y'all have, um, anything to say? Who wants to go first? Anybody? Or you want to wait? Oh, uh, I can tell you, um, I've seen okay. the title and when it comes to spanking, I have personally never spanked neither one of my children. Um, I don't really have anything against anybody who do spank. It's just based on my parenting style. I knew it wasn't going to work for me, especially having an autistic child. And thus far, my oldest is 10. It has proven to work out well for us. Now, moving forward in the future, I don't know if it's going to continue being the way I go about disciplining them, but I'm hoping it does because I'm not a big fan of spanking um, I don't like me doing it personally. And so that's where I stand on spanking. I hear you. Uh, like I said, I only spanked my kid three times. And it was never, um, it, it, you know, when your parents say it hurts you more than it hurts or hurts me more than it hurts you. That's really what it felt like. And I was like, I don't think I could be the parent that could spank. Even though I got spanked growing up, you know, um, and I got spanked with the open hand on the butt, um, with the belt, and it was always bare butt. And so, um, you know, it was for me, me doing it to my son, and I'm like, did he learn anything from it, or did I just scare him? And so after the, and they were like so far apart in the spankings, like it was like months between. I'm like, he's such a good kid. I don't even really understand why I would even have to do this. So maybe I need to think of a different way to discipline versus the spanking. And that's what I ended up doing. And I never spanked him ever since, since he was that, since he was five years old. So we got a few replies. So uh, I was never spanked. I believe I was getting hit with belts and extension cords and shit and brooms and anything my mom could pick up, anything my stepdad could pick up. It was just crazy. It was trauma. But that didn't build structure. That just built a fucking beast. Um, but anyways, other than that, I don't believe in disciplining your kids. Like I said, certain there's certain levels of discipline, you know. And uh, so, you know, time out and all that and taking things from them. And, you know, you could talk to your kids. There's other ways than uh, disciplining them in a hurtful manner. 
So, um, yeah, it's it's different with when you're a parent and then you you're seeing it as a kid, you know. So, I would never put my kids through that. Um, as much shit as I talk, I would never put kids through that. I might get the boxing gloves with them when they're ready, but I wouldn't put them through that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One more. Yeah, I have only ever um, spanked my son like in extreme cases. Um, I'm the patient, the fun mom, so I really like to sit down and reason, and I give him a long lecture <laughs> instead of spanking him. <laughs> Me and my son have a lot of discussions, <laughs> but I feel like he learns the lessons more, and he doesn't repeat as often the mistakes where I repeated the mistakes all the time, and I always got. Mm-hmm for it you know so and i'm gonna let brian boss do an introduction but i just want to say the audience member who mentioned um how abuse compared to you know spanking i was like that was a big thing that i had to learn as i became um an adult and i became a parent because my children's father he's cool with spanking but what i got as a child wasn't spanking it was beaten it was traumatizing and so i viewed and which is why I have a hard time personally picking up a belt and doing it because of that PTSD. So I could never see myself doing it. And so I found it interesting when he brought that up because I was like, yes, there is a big difference between spanking your child, just pat, pat, pat on the butt and taking a switch, taking shoes, taking, you know, all these different accessories that are not meant for that and hitting your child with it. So I just want to bring that up. I agree 100 percent wholeheartedly. Miss Brown Boss, how you doing, ma'am? Hey, I'm good. Yeah, I, I spanked my daughter. Um, I haven't, I don't do it like often. It'd be for like, I call them like deal breakers, you know, like lying. Um, like the lying, it's just, it's, I can't, I can't handle it. Like how we are raising her, it's like you have to at least tell us the truth you know like we're your parents if no one else needs to know like we need to know because how else are we going to help you or try to figure out ways to solve the problem if you lie to me and I go all in for you and you were wrong it's like no, like, I don't care what the situation is, what the circumstance is, what happened, what didn't happen. Just please tell me the truth. So that's like a big deal for me. And I agree with the abuse part because I, I was abused growing up, too. And it, it it created a beast also. So I don't want to um, spank her. But they're, they're all like non-negotiables. Like, I do talk. We have a lot of conversations we talk things through. I ask her what's going on. Sometimes she's even said, I just, I just wanted, I just wanted to. You know. So it's like, okay, since you just wanted to, now you don't have a cell phone for like a month. You know. But then there's some things it's like, if we don't nip this in the bud, like society is gonna do it for us. Or society is gonna give you the the spanking that we should have giving you in certain you know circumstances and I also believe there are some children who are more prone to to the talking and to taking things away and then there are some children you have to like make it more like like concrete within reason 
though. And that looks like whatever it looks like. So within reason for me, I don't spank her when off that initial moment of being upset. Because I was beaten when, when, when my parents would spank me. They were upset. So it wasn't the spanking. It was the, not only am I spanking you, but I'm frustrated. And like, I can feel all of those latches from uh, I did wrong to like, no, you, you really wilding out on me. Like for real, like it was just, a, you know, um, and the first time I spanked her, I remember I had to send her in the room because I was crying. I was about to cry. Like, mm-hmm. I sent her in the room, closed the door, went in my in my room, in my closet, and I cried because it triggered, you know, like, like, um, it, it just triggered. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, <sighs> I had, I had to spank her. What she did was just, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it was, it was, I'm not gonna share right now, but right. I, I went in my room in my own closet and I cried <laughs> because like, that was the first time that I had to spank her. And I just, I didn't want to, but I felt like I had to. And then from after that moment, you know, we put things into play. And I still, when I tell you, I think that I think I don't even remember the last time I spanked her. But whatever that time was, it takes so much for me to like do it. And then I'm like, and I I feel, I, I understand where you're coming from, Melinda. It's like, is this really working? Mm-hmm. And she's going into two different households. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's that component. That's what it was. She had lied to me, her bonus mom, and her dad. Mm. That that was the last time she lied to all three of us. And another thing that we're working on is like you may live in two different households, but we are a team. Right. You know, that's yeah. that's another story for blended families. But yeah, I try not to to spank her cuz it hurts my heart. It really does. We got we got some replies. Let's listen to let's see what they have to say here. Well, for um, I believe there's a way to do physical punishment um, that doesn't equal out to the beating that a lot of people are describing currently, uh, but that doesn't leave them without any kind of punishment. Because a lot of times when I hear my friends that don't do spankings, a lot of them describe they was out here getting abused, and I'm like. Yeah, that's abuse, bro. There's a, that whole thing is abuse. So it's the total difference between the two. You know what works way better than spanking? Is physical punishment like they used to have in phys ed. Wall sits, uh, hold your arms out, all that type of stuff. Do that. Ooh, child, that brown boss. Brown boss, let me tell you, that, that line thing, I had to put my son with a therapist to help him because his, his was getting a line. Because he don't even lie about big things. It just be little small things and it's over and over again that he don't need to lie about. And that lying can lead to more trouble than a lot of other stuff. So that's why that's a big one for me. I'm with you. So I mean, the first time I got hit with a belt, I looked at him like he was crazy. I was like, you're not my dad. 
And then my mother was okay with it because she wanted discipline, supposedly. I think I, I think I broke something, but it, it was nothing too big, right? So I thought it was just right. Okay, you do something wrong, you hit. But the bells turned into fucking extension cords. I mean, one time, got a branch off the tree. I had to take the, the wood off the branch, and that shit was wet. I got hit with that. Spatula, spoons. It was crazy. So when I realized it wasn't right, you know, I tried to fight him. And uh, trying to fight him just made me more angry as a person because I felt like it didn't even need to come down to this. So it shouldn't have started from the get-go. But yeah, trauma can either make you or break you. So I feel like it made me a better individual um, because I know what not to do. You know what I mean? And uh, just going through all that, it just made me a better person uh, for my kids. Because for not having that father figure and my friends being the father figure, you know, the, my older friends and stuff, um, just not looking at him as a father figure, my other, my bi biological father not being there, I just wanted to be the best father I could. I don't think the whoopings are played out. Well, I should think like that because I don't whoop my kids. I stopped whooping my kids. Um, but the lying part, I feel your brown balls. If I'm going all out and you done told me a lie, making me look like I'm think what he meant to say making him look crazy because i mean i've i've been there too you know um when my son lied to me and i and i told him i go honestly if you tell me the truth your 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 punishment or your discipline is going to be less severe and he learned it the hard way because i think everybody it doesn't click like okay yeah you're saying that but then when he got caught lying and he realized how much more severe his punishment was in that particular situation he was just like, okay, it's just better for me to just tell the truth. I'm going to get it either way, but it's going to be way worse if I lie. What I got to give him credit for learning that <laughs> quickly. <laughs> so, because otherwise, I and then him being a teenager now, I'd be going crazy. It'd be, I, I'd go insane because it's like, why? I mean, but I mean, it, it didn't happen like the first time. It, it took a few times before he really figured it out, but it did, that didn't really start happening until he was much older, you know, when they start getting embarrassed by the stuff that they do and they they feel um, like they're going to disappoint you. So they don't want to tell you not because uh, they're scared of the punishment. They're just scared to disappoint you. And so I've kind of learned, like, if I if I if I spank him, is that going to, you know, add to he's already feeling the guilt and the, you know, so I think with every kid, there's a different, you know, because there's just some kids who are just like, I don't care if you feel how you feel. <laughs> they don't give a damn. <laughs> They're like, hey, you know, uh, yeah, I did it. And so, you know, you got some you got some kids out there who got severe discipline issues and, and things like that. But, you know, I think um, there are a lot of kids that have empathy and, and, and learn that very young. And um, sometimes the, the spanking just does not work. Um, but physical punishment, like uh, JC had said, there's been times where I'm like, hey, you know, do push-ups or let's go run or, you know, and sometimes that physical kind of wears them down a little bit too, like doing the exercises and it kind of calms them down and then it allows them to get their aggression out as well. They don't realize they're doing it, but they are getting their aggression out while they're working out essentially is what you're doing and making them be active. So. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so anybody who has joined the room, we are talking about uh, spanking and is it outdated? Um, 
if you spank your kids, there's no judgment here. Some of us have spanked before. Some of us still spank our kids. Some of us never spanked our kids. Um, I'm one who spanked my kid a couple of times and then just realized there wasn't a punishment that worked for him um, and never really did it again after that. So if anybody has any other um, ooh, uh, replies, please send them in. Do y'all have anything, Cast? Ah, oh, man, the physical punishment. I do that. Wait, let me go back real quick. The lying, that is definitely something um, I try with my kids and I emphasize that, hey, you tell me the truth. Like since they were knee high, I don't know, the youngest I can get them, I've always let them know, you can trust me. So whatever it is that you did, whatever, it don't matter how small or how big it is, you can come tell me and that your punishment. I was like, there will always be consequences. Like my son, um, by the time he was about four, he come up, there's going to be consequences. There's going to be consequences because that word, I drilled it into their head that everything you do, there will be a consequence, but it's up to you to decide whether there's going to be a good consequence or a bad one. Me catching you in a lie, that, that's going to be a bad consequence. Okay. You telling me the truth, you're still going to get a consequence, but it's going to be a pretty good one compared to what you could have got before, similar to how you said um, Brown Boss and Melinda. So I I hone on that. And that's because, like everybody mentioned, it's a safety issue. I don't want you to be telling me a lie. Something happened in the street. You sneaking out 3 o'clock in the morning. I was that child. Like That's why I said, for me personally, the beating I received from my parents did not work because I still snuck out. I got a tattoo 16 at somebody's house. There wasn't no shop, no nothing, complete stupidness, skip school to get a tattoo. My parents did not find out about the tattoo for three years later. Needle could have been dirty, all kind of craziness I was doing behind my parents' back. And guess what? The spankers continued, and yet I was still withholding information being sneaky and putting myself in a lot of dangerous situations. And so I would rather as my kids get older, they hit their teens, become young adults, that, hey, if you're going to go out there and drink, know that you can call mom and be like, mom, I'm drunk. I know I'm not supposed to drink at 16, but please come pick me up. Then for you to get behind the wheel. And now it's something 10 times worse for me. So yeah, I completely get that. You, you say that because I said that to my son. That's mine and my son's deal. Because it's the same thing. I got spanked all the time, you know, every time I got in trouble. And then, but, and then I'd get grounded or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, I was still doing the stupid stuff, the stupid teenage stuff. Like, all the stuff that I was doing now or as well, at my son's age now, I'm like, I can't even imagine my child doing that right now. And so <laughs> I feel like. Hey, maybe there's a little something to this no spanking thing because, <laughs> uh, like, he's learned consequences, but the reasons behind why this is bad versus like it's bad, boom, and that's it, you know. And then keep it moving, and you're just like, what I do? So I, I do something else similar, maybe I don't know. But um, I told my son, uh, you know, I know how to save lives. So if I catch you. In an ER from doing something stupid that I told you you need to call me for. I will bring you back to life and kill you all over again. Because you are not going to put me through that. After we've had hundreds of discussions about these things. So I'm just letting you know that now. But I told him, 
my and I've even told it to the point where you call me, I will go get you. There will be no discussion. There will be no yelling. There will be nothing. You come home, you sleep it off. We will talk in the morning when everybody is sober. Nobody's in their feelings and we can have a discussion. I was like, outside of that, I would rather you do that than you end up in an ER. Because I have seen too many kids come into the ER and you're just like, man, the parents' faces when they walk in, it's heartbreaking. It is so heartbreaking. And I was like, I, you better not make me one of them parents because I, I know how to bring people back to life. I will bring what? Don't Don't test me. Don't test me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Got a few replies. Let me go ahead and play them. So I don't really spank my kids. Um, really never had to. Um, and they get out of line and they crying and stuff. I try to toughen them up, try to make them hit me, you know, be like, take gang out on me. What's wrong, man? Uh, but uh, not to stick them outside with no food. I'm just playing. I don't, I don't put them outside with no food. I put them outside and give them food. Uh, and then when they're good, they come back in. So I don't know how long that takes. But, uh, you know, I, I think they'd be men's watching that survival show. So they know how to survive outside on their own. And the reason why I put them outside, because nowadays they just stuck. Stuck on electronics, stuck on everything. And outside is like a whole new world that none of these kids ever seen. It's like a big toy. And they, they don't want to play with a free toy. It's a free toy. Go outside. So that's their discipline, going outside. How are you going to be disciplined having more fun? You know, but, uh, yeah, that's what I do. I just try to take it to the old school, but I don't beat my kids or hurt them. And see, incredible. It was probably because you was trying to hold it back because you were so, um, like, rebellious, right, towards towards them because you just, I mean, you was getting it regardless. Like, fuck, stop doing this. Now, with that being said, I got a 17-year-old and I got a 16-year-old. 17-year-old son, 16-year-old daughter. I want to whoop their ass just to let them know that I will still put it on you. Now, one thing I did have to learn as a parent, if I'm giving out the punishment, I got to be just as quick to give out the um, rewards for good behavior. So, um, yeah, I think it go hand in hand. Ooh, that's a good point. Yes, that's a that's a good point, uh, Boss Hall. Sorry, I don't know if you want. That's a good point. Um, and, like, I learned that as an educator. Like, it's it's a couple of layers. It's like, I'm an educator. I don't want to give other people's children when I'm not giving my own child, right? So even with the timeout sessions or the cool down sessions or the calm down um, sessions that we had to do with other people's children where, where the kids would misbehave or, um, you know, break a rule or something like that, it was it was tangible consequences attached. And then when the children do good, we uh, <clears throat> acknowledge that explicitly say oh melinda i noticed during uh cleanup time you picked up all your blocks you did such a good job picking up your blocks and coming to the snack table right so it's being real clear and, sp and specific with what the the good behavior so when it comes down to the bad behavior it's not like oh I, well i only get your attention when i do bad right because that's right. how i felt i felt like um, you know, I, my grandmother praised me. My grandmother 
had to spank me one time because I flushed the shoe on the toilet and I lied in her face. So that's I deserve that spanking. Um, but you know, hindsight, my mother and father they were they were young, wild, and free. You know, and I felt like when I got in trouble, that's when they paid attention. But then when I was doing good, it was never enough. So, like after a while, I just didn't care. Like. I didn't care. And I told the both of them, like, you can beat me today. I'm still going to go out. Like, it doesn't, like, it doesn't matter, you know, or I'm still going to see so-and-so. Like, what's, what's the point? You know, that's another topic. But with my own child, I celebrate her, you know, build her up and, uh, you know, talk to her. So when I do have to correct her, it's even levels to the correction let's let's say it's 10 steps mm -hmm. by the time i have to spank her we've had went through like nine steps and then i'm still able to go back and be like look do you do you like this do you understand why i did this i'm not trying to i'm not trying to 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 do this and she's only 10 so she's only 10 so i'm hoping that like <sighs> i don't have to spank her anymore like I, I don't want to. I didn't, I didn't understand why I was in trouble. I knew I was in trouble. I just didn't understand why I was in trouble or why it wasn't a good thing. Because when you're a kid, you're not thinking far into the future and how, it, how your decisions affect everything else that comes after that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, one thing I've done with my son is like when he has gotten in trouble is we sit down and talk and say, hey, look, did you know that this could happen and this could happen? And this is a result of this. And did you think about how this could have turned out and all of these different things? And I have seen that he doesn't, he really does not repeat mistakes. Whereas I repeated mistakes constantly all the time. And so um, when I realized that in that, how me and him were, how I was disciplining him because he still got a punishment along, you know, he still got consequences to his actions. It wasn't just a discussion, but it definitely was. Um, we're going to discuss this. We're going to talk about it. This is why you're in trouble. This is what could have happened if something had gone this way or that way. And, you know, and this is your consequence to it. You have to, and I try to relate the consequence to what the crime is. Right. So if you did something and, um, for example, he, he, he was using my, my credit card <laughs> a little bit on his PlayStation without asking. So Roblox. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so his punishment was to pay you back. You know what I mean? You got to work to pay that off now. What's, what's, what do you want? How do you want to work it off? You know, those types of things. And it's like, ah, oh, I now, and then. And so he decided, I'm going to give you my money out of my savings. And then he realized how much that hurt. So, but he wanted to pay off his debt. <laughs> but, you know, so I try to do that. And I think for me, those, those lessons for him stick with him a lot harder. So he thinks a little bit more before he does the spontaneous shit kids do most of the time. So... But yeah, oh, yes. we got to see more. Okay. Go ahead. No, go no ahead. I was going to say some of those consequences, like it, 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 it's natural consequences, right? I remember one so time. I don't, know how, I don't know how old she was, but um, she had 
I can laugh because she's still here. She took a bobby pin and stuck it. Now, mind you, we didn't have the was hot most conversations. Don't play this. Don't play with that. This and third. She takes a bobby pin and still wants to see what's in the socket, right? I'm in the kitchen cooking this dinner. She sticks it in the socket, and I hear the and then I hear her screaming and crying, right? And then I, I smell a smell in the room, and I'm like, what's wrong? What's going on? And she is just crying. So I'm trying to figure out what's crying. I see the little black from the socket, and I'm trying to figure out, you know, what's wrong. So she shows me her fingers, and so I'm like, you got to say something! When they don't talk to you, you're like, just say something. It frustrates you even more. Say something. Say something. So whatever she said, she said, I was like, okay, cool, bam. I called her dad because I wanted to beat her for playing in the socket, right? I called her dad on like a level 1,000. And I tell him, he said, no, don't, don't spank her. I said, did you hear what I said? He said, yeah. He said, but I'm quite sure. She learned her lesson. <laughs> I'm quite sure that's whatever she felt going through her body. She learned that lesson with a zap. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like I said, I can laugh now because Jesus Christ, amen. Thank you. But wow. I was so scared and then when she used my card to buy some Roblox <laughs> she has her own little bank account and all of that oh uh, it's, it's Google I saw $56.99 I sent those dang video games man yes. they charge for everything yeah. young I feel you, Ron Boss. I did the same thing when my daughter broke her tablet. I was like, ma'am, I was like, I told you stop sleeping on the bed with the tablet. You slept with it, now it's cracked. I was like, come on now. I was like, do I? She's like, yeah, I know, mommy. She's like, how much is it? $549 if you want another apple. She's like, I only have $200 in my birthday money. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, I like, do you know what's going to happen? She's like, yeah, I got to be without a tablet until my birthday comes back around right I was like yes ma'am and you do know what that means for your birthday yeah I'm not getting a party because you got to spend all that money on a new one I said yes ma'am okay go on ahead that's it she didn't even have to because I was like oh you know that pain that zap in her case it was the tablet <laughs> took it out for three months she sat there quietly looking at her brother's tablet like if only now every night before she go to bed Oh, that tablet is put up in the case up high. She wipes it, everything, boy. She's been doing that consistently for the past four weeks since her birthday, making sure her tablet stays intact. I was like, look at that, huh? Those natural punishments work out. They do. They do. Go ahead and get some replies. But anyway, my 10-year-old, the past three times, I tried to whoop her butt. She didn't talk me out of it. She cried and taught me. So I had to figure out still. 
you get are you getting soft there? You getting soft, man? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> He's like, she done talked me out of it three times already. She's like, daddy, daddy, come on. Okay, daddy, let's sit down. Let's talk. Are you sure? Daddy, come on. Okay, I know you want to spank me, but let's let's, let's what's going on with you today, daddy? How's your day? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It would be better suited if right. you know you punished me in this fashion. I think I learned my lesson much better this way. <laughs> like, like, go take the tablet, daddy. Here's my phone, daddy. Come on now. Come on, daddy. Right? <laughs> oh, you got a smart that, happened, one, sir. that happened to my dad naturally. When he figured out these whoopings are not really, it's not doing nothing to this child. <laughs> Took the car keys from me. I thought he wanted the house keys. I don't care about the house keys. Like, because he had moved us where the no buses were coming into this neighborhood and the train station was like a 30 minute drive. So we needed a car to, to where we live. When he took those car keys from me, I was 17 years old. I had a whole full fledged temper tantrum in the living room. <laughs> Let me guess, you were actually here for that spanking. You was like, give me the keys, go ahead and spank me. Come on, you can do 20, 20, come on. <laughs> That's where he knew he had you. He's like, you're yeah. she ain't never been for no spanking before. Oh my god. He's like, Sheree, get up and give me the keys. Oh, daddy, please, Lord, please. Give me the car keys and go in your room. Oh, I was so sick. I was so sick. Mm. I've had my son tell me that I'd rather just be probably easier and quicker if you just spank me. Nah. <laughs> Nope. You ain't been spanked since you were five. Dang, <laughs> <laughs> we ain't My starting now. We ain't starting now. She hates how I do it. I make her right. Like this happened today. So last night, you know, she was watching a YouTube video that I did not approve of. And when I asked her to get off of it, through a whole big tantrum, giving me attitude, Seth. Now in my home, I allow my children within a certain space for them to get angry and to release their frustration. So I'm like, when it comes to that, just let me know, hey mom, I'm frustrated, I'm mad right now. And then she goes into the closet in her room and she's able to scream and then hit and love, punch it back. So I allow that to go down. When we wake up in the morning, she grabs her tablet. She's like, oh, um, I'm ready to use my tablet. Can you unlock it? I'm like, no ma'am, it's time for you to write for me. So basically she has to write exactly what happened Okay, from her perspective, what she thinks she did wrong, why she thinks I'm angry about it, and what's the best solution? Like, how, what kind of solution do she want to present me that can make both of us happy? So, for today, she wrote the very first solution she gave me I will hide the video and there will be no argument. So, I was like, okay. I was like, ma'am, are you sure you want to do that? Because by hiding it, you know you are breaking my trust. Okay, I say hiding is a part of being distrustful. I said, like, do you know what would happen if I no longer trust you? Not only will you lose that video, but you will lose the whole tablet. So she came back and was like, okay, I will tell the truth so you can be happy and I will not lose my tablet. I will understand that 
mommy do not like the video because it makes her uncomfortable and I will wait until she is comfortable and I was like that's exactly what I wanted but yeah but she hates it and before she did this she was like to me can you please just spank me why can't you just spank me like other people and I was like go get the paper we're writing we are writing and we are discussing <laughs> and the reason I do this I want her to participate in the mm -hmm. solution and for her to recognize the problem, especially seeing that she is um autistic and mm -hmm. um you wouldn't know Melinda as a nurse and mm -hmm. maybe you two brown boss and stuff like that, but she was diagnosed when she was one. And so because mm -hmm. of that, I already knew it was gonna be a big thing. It was social cues and all this stuff. I couldn't go about disciplining her the same way. So to get her to understand why it's important to tell me the truth and to trust me. I had to go about it a complete different way. And so I read books, talked to her therapist, and I decided the best method would be to get her in her own way, because her brain is working however it is working, to see the problem and recognize a solution mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah, writing papers. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, spank me. I don't want to sit down and think about it and write about it. I don't feel like it. The fact she said, I'm just gonna just I'm just gonna hide it. Problem solved. <laughs> but she knows too. That I was like, just like you mentioned, it's interesting because she knows because we talk so much about trust that she was like, Oh, well, I'm gonna hide it. Right? Mm -hmm. And then problem is gonna be sovereign. And I'm like, Are you sure, ma'am? You do know that's violating trust. Like, and then she's like, Fine, I would tell the truth. Yes, like, I ain't even wanna write this. I'm just writing. Let me think about another one. Okay. <laughs> That's good though. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna incorporate <clears throat> you had said it last week. I don't know. The days are mumbled together this week for me. Um, but I like the writing, writing out your feelings, what you think, you know, I will like I like I talk to my daughter a lot about that because I want her to feel comfortable talking to me it was it was interesting I was comfortable talking to <clears throat> my mom and my dad but like it was still something missing I got more comfortable with them the older I got um but like the non-negotiables like they made it very clear you could come to me about you know the big buckets you know like the the for real non-negotiables for the both of them they were like you blow the horn, you know, blow the trumpet, you know, so it was, it was that, you know, they, they did the best that they could do, you know, um, <clears throat> but I, I got more comfortable with them when I got older. So what I'm doing with, with mine is, you know, helping her to be comfortable with me, like, you know, right now. And, um, she actually told me that she feels more comfortable talking to me compared to like her dad. And I was like, oh, okay. But I feel more comfortable talking to my dad compared to talking to my mom. So I just found that like interesting that, that, uh, that dynamic, like how we swapped off, like I'm more closer to my dad than I am to my mother and mine is more closer to me than to her to her day. And I'm like, okay. I just find that interesting. But that writing and that exercise, like, yeah. 
but it, it does mm -hmm. it helps them think of what it is that they're doing wrong and it helps them understand why so that way the next time they get into a similar situation they they think about it a little bit more so mm -hmm. the replies. i don't know if the other reply went through but it's horrible nowadays when uh parents you could say i don't call them parents this individuals have kids they don't know how to take care of them it just sucks for the kid yeah it just, it's messed up for the kid because you know a lot of them are still kids trying to raise kids so it's just fucked up like you would put someone through that um so yeah i just i i see things differently so I just be trying to do everything I can, you know, that I never got to experience as a child with my kids and um, just let them have the best life they ever had. You know, even if you don't have it, you still try to give it to them. So, but shout out to all the real mothers, all the real fathers, um, all the great parents, um, all the marriages that lasted long and they still going and, you know, um, they still did it with the kids. <laughs> But, um, oh, military discipline. So I realized I learned more discipline in the military because all I did was get punished when I was a kid. But I learned discipline when I got into the military. And so that showed me the difference because they can't put your hands on you, right? In the military, they can't put your hands on you. So how they discipline you when you screw up, I was like, ah, okay, this is real world. And this is, so I always try to relate, like, my discipline to- Can you to give us an example? The real world stuff, huh? So can you give us an example of one of those methods that the military, I mean, if you can't speak on any of them, um, yeah, that no, was useful? Um, you know, there would be, it just depended on what, what it was, what the infraction was, if it was something small or something big, obviously something big and or illegal, you're, you're actually getting pun legal punishment. But if it's stuff that's small, like, um, it, it, well, in basic training, it's all physical. It's push-ups. You, you hit the pavement every single time. Get down, push-ups, get down. I mean, you're like, I never done so many push-ups in my life. But like when you're in the actual real military and things like that, if, you know, there's been times where there was a whole bunch of us. We we all showed up late to the formation. We all ended up having to go around picking up trash around base. You know, that was our, our thing. You, every day after work, y'all picking up trash for a whole week. What? That's it? Yep. Uh, and then, you know, inside the inside the hospital, y'all cleaning out all the offices, cleaning out all the trash, make sure everything's. But we got housekeeping. This is your job this week. Housekeeping gets a chill. You're like, what? <laughs> you know, so. Just different things like that. Um, uh, I, I had the physical punishments that one of the audience members had brought up. You know, yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. I, I I had a friend of mine who had to wash rocks. So yeah, they they'll have you uh, uh, mop in the rain, <laughs> mop outside in the rain. Oh yeah, there's a they make it. It was a lot of embarrassment type of punishments. But they make you do it. <laughs> and you're like, I ain't doing that See, again. I like two years. I like that because you know why? Yes. Especially if you have clever children like mine. Like the logic of mopping rain <laughs> would grind her gears. The 
washing rocks that are supposed to be dirty. I'm not like, clean. Can you get a wa- Can you get a rock? That's what I want. I'm like, how do I know how clean is the rock? That's a good one. They ain't like clean it. enough. What you mean they ain't clean enough? Clean enough. Yes. It's never gonna be clean enough. Mm-hmm. I gotta see the shine on the rock. The rock ain't shiny enough. Yes. Crazy. Yes. Right there, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't have a problem doing, you know, like a little something like that. Now, what I don't like, I don't like when people blast their kids on the internet for the world to laugh. No, at no, no, I ain't with that. No, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand how that is even beneficial because I'm like, children are people, they have feelings, they have emotions, and you're putting your child publicly out there. To where this is gonna carry on and bullying in schools was horrible growing up, and now with social media, it is even <sighs> 10 times worse. So, I'm like, why would you want your child getting attacked at all different angles like that? Attacked on social media in the comments and mm-hmm. their DMs, and then at school because those kids are never gonna let that down. No, they're not, they're gonna write it all over your yearbook. Oh, um. See you mm-hmm. next year, unless your mama records you getting your butt whooped again. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I'm, I don't like that. I don't find the mm-mm. no, no. It's too. I think it's. I think it's more stressful being a child, <clears throat> and this with this technology. You know, not necessarily like the kids don't have to pay any bills or you know stuff like that, but just like the access that they do have. And like TikTok, like we didn't have all of those, all of those things, right? Like I even had to have, even with Roblox, okay? So for the parents who don't know about Roblox, I don't really know either. But the gist of it is, to me, uh, Sam's. And I think the graphics on it is horrible, but the kids love it. That's just my, that's my own rant i think the graphics is trash and then <laughs> you have to like get a job and you can build a house but you're playing with your and all that stuff like that and you have to spend real money to build these houses and mm-hmm. to, or you have to get a job on the roadblocks and wait till the money pile up but it's easy if you just charge your mother credit card 56 dollars and 99 cent <laughs> about Blocksburg. That's what's which game you talking about. I know that game Blocksburg where you get to create a little town. Yeah, you know you ain't a town. You get your own house and then you got to get a job. Yeah, Blocksburg. I'll yes. on, my daughter, mommy, I need to get a new picture frame for my house. Girl, sit your Blocksburg behind yes. down. Yes, yes. It is stressful. She would come to me like, mommy, can I have some money for Blocksburg and Roblox? And I'm like, you just built the house. Then she watches the 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 stuff on YouTube. So you're watching this on YouTube to go back and pull. It's just a lot. It's it's a lot. I don't remember asking my parents for money to buy the Sims. I feel like I bought the Sims on my own. Um, but now it's incorporated into her. You want to know what allowance. I do for that? For Roblox, what? I come back there on kids' birthday when people like I create the list of gifts that are. Okay to get 
I add also for Christmas. I'm like, if you're gonna get my child a gift card, please let it be Roblox minimum ten dollars. I, <laughs> I see them in Target like every time and I then go. I save the Roblox gift cards that they get for their birthday. Like recently it was my daughter's, so she mm-hmm. got about six Roblox gift cards on um, ranging from ten dollars to twenty five dollars. I save them, and when mm-hmm. I feel like hey, she's done something good, or she comes and she asks, I'm like, here you go. And she knows she got them too, so she will try her best to mm-hmm. earn one of them from me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so mm-hmm. I actually there you go. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, no, they don't care for gift cards to to pizza. They don't care for gift cards to the mm-hmm. movie. Roblox gift cards, yeah. Roblox, Roblox. It's five and below, and Roblox for mm-hmm. mine is just send me a, a Visa gift card so he could buy his games on his PlayStation, <laughs> Fortnite <Yeah>. all day. <laughs> All of them. I am curious. I do have a question for you guys, real quick. Uh-huh. So, how do you guys feel about when parents would call other adults, um, especially other family members, to talk about mm-hmm. what their child has done? And in a sense, not all parents do this, but some, with my experience with my parents, shame the child and they ask the other adult to join in and they call the child on the phone and they just mm-hmm. coming at you for it. So, is that anybody feel like it's effective as far as no? It did nothing for me. I made that deal with him, like no, because I know, like back in the day, like my mom and then they would talk to the cousins and the aunties, and and uh, everybody always knew. And I was just like, why you gotta tell everybody my business? Like you know. So I don't, I don't, I don't really agree with that. Um, but I do agree that you should have somebody that you can call and, and talk to and let them know what your kid did, so you can get some advice. Um, so my agreement with my son would it just it would always just be those three people until we've gone through it over it. He's been, you know, consequences. Now we can laugh about it, ha ha he he, and then other people find out later on down the road. But in the moment and during, even if during the whole like let's say he's grounded, you know, two months or whatever for whatever reason, let's just throw that out there. He we wouldn't talk about it with nobody else for that entire time. We wait till it's like everything has cooled down and we've moved forward and, and all of that. So that's kind of how I've approached it um, because I told him, I was like, I have to talk to somebody. Would you rather talk to me, talk to my mom and my grandma or talk to friends and other people who don't really know you learn your business? And he's like, okay, that makes sense. So that's where we compromised at that was like, I, I got to talk to somebody. You know, and anything I said saying now about the things he did when he was younger and things like that, yeah, we it's he's okay with now because he was like, Yeah, that's when I learned my lesson. I know, you know, mm-hmm. so, see, yeah. I know the adult about a lot of things, so they're not even in, in the conversation when it comes to when she does, you know, certain things because they don't give sound advice, <clears throat> so they're. They're not in that phone call or in that conversation. And then I don't have, like, it's usually, yeah, I didn't like it growing up. I didn't like it when I saw it happening. So I don't, that's not something that I, I do myself because I don't see the, the point in that. I'm I'm the parent, or we're the parents, you know. We figure it out. We talk it out. And then, like, that's, you know, that's, like, that part. But far as, like, saying, 
oh, Melinda, girl, you know, da, 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 and then be like, girl, come in here and tell Melinda what you did. Like, like, no. I hate that. Then you go to family reunion, everybody, oh, I heard your mama whoop you last. Okay. Oh okay. I know my mama called auntie, but auntie, why are you telling my nieces and my cousin about this whooping I got? Like, why? Like, uh, when I lost my virginity, then the whole world know. The whole world. <laughs> We call them chismosos. Oh. So my grandma and my mom was like, oh, what's the chisme? Which, what are the rumors? What's the gossip? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're a gossiper, you're a chismoso. Oh, my God. That's what yeah, yeah. I, Everybody, everybody knew. I'm like, now mm-hmm. I know none of y'all was there. So how do you know this? You at the barbecue getting your plate and somebody come up like, hmm, I heard about you three nights ago, six weeks ago, with mm. John too. Yes. Uh, you looking like... Uh, you walk you know? different. What? so fat so young these days now, aren't you? <laughs> That's what I hated too. I hated the fact that everybody would know and they wouldn't stop talking. And they didn't even know the details of what happened. So, okay, so I just had to make sure because I try to do like how Melinda and you mm-hmm. do brown box. I got mm-hmm. one or two people. And when I do come to talk to them, it's not to bash my child. It's just to objectively, hey, yeah. baby girl has been lying to me about this. You know, the book's recommending this. The therapist is saying this. But what, what do you think? Like, how do you feel mm-hmm. about these two directions? They're pulling me in. Mm-hmm. And just to get that objective mm-hmm. opinion. So, okay. Yeah. The last time I got a whooping, well, tried to get a whooping. My mama tried to whoop me. It was with a broomstick. She had to chase me around the um the, the table because mama, I'm 14. Hold up. Stop and reconsider. And kids don't even know how to have fun anymore. If they're not sitting in front of a computer video game, they got their phone glued to them. So I don't know. Yeah, a lot has changed since I've been a kid. Yes, I know all about the Roblox, the V-Bucks on Fortnite, all that. And that's probably the time he got a whooping when I found like $60, $70 worth of charges on my car. His little friend talking about he know how to get him some money from his mama car. No hay abismos más profundo que la boca de una chismosa. <laughs> You're talking about basically... Um, Everything that's coming out of your mouth is pretty much bullshit. <laughs> and y'all don't speak that much Spanish, but I understood what he was saying. Yeah, was point. Melinda, real quick, because one of the audience members mentioned, and a couple of people mentioned about having teenagers, including yourself, and since you are a big advocate of mental health, so um, my child's therapist recommended that as she is entering the teenage years, um. For me to maybe consider putting her in just therapy, just outside of occupational and speech therapist, and for me maybe to even go and get therapy in regard, like family therapy for us to do in regards to this new age of her being a teenager, um, the autism, and me basically being brand new to this whole entire experience. So, what are your thoughts? On I think that's awesome. Doing something like that. Okay. Yeah, I think that'd be an awesome idea. Like, you know, I don't think every teenage kid needs to go to therapy um, like that, um, especially if they have, out- they have outlets. 
like um, mine with COVID and everything, I noticed he was getting depressed. He was like, I'm not depressed. I was like, because he didn't understand what depressed means. He was like, I'm not sad. I'm not crying. No, you're depressed though. And so um, I got him into boxing and taekwondo. And he, after a few months, he was like, ah, I see what you meant now, mom. So he understood that. So that, that allowed, so he didn't need therapy, but he found an outlet that helped him get his frustrations, his angers, any of that stuff out. I think in your case, it's a wonderful idea because there's going to be challenges as she's going through puberty and um, being autistic that's going to be very challenging for her how to learn how to deal with all of that. So I think, and then for you guys to learn how to deal with her and how to help her through her emotional changes that's going to be happening. And so I think that's an awesome idea. I would definitely say, yes, do it, go for it. And and, um, I think you could only gain from it. Um, You can't lose anything from doing it. You can only gain from it. So most definitely. Thank you for that. Yeah, because that was my big thing. I was like hearing everybody talk about their teenagers. And I was like, I remember me being a teenager, but I'm like, what is a teenage autistic child? And every child is different as we've come to learn. So I'm like, man, okay, so I'm glad you co-signed that for some children. So that's cool. Hey man, I just uh, saw this uh, convo way, way late. Um, I heard you talking about a chismosa, so I had to drop that uh, quote from one of my friends from Honduras you saw where he said, um, pretty much that like there's no pit in hell <laughs> deeper than the mouth of a gossip. But as for the subject, a lot of y'all heard me talk about it before. I think that we as a black community need to think about alternative ways of disciplining kids without corporal punishment. I have three kids. I have never beat any of them. I don't do corporal punishment. And I think that that's something we should move away from as a community. I tend to not talk about this with other parents because people get very defensive about how you raise their kids. So I tend to um, give this message more to people who have not had kids yet um, to think about an alternative way of disciplining kids using more positive reinforcement and not negative reinforcement. The reason for this is pretty much based on studies of human behavior, um, child behavior and psychology, how human beings learn and obtain information. um, And um, also showing there's actual brain MRI changes that happen when people are beaten with corporal punishment and other ways have been shown to be as or more effective. Good information to know. Thank you, doc. Appreciate that. and I think we could probably end up doing a part two about this at some point, how how spankings and physical like punishment like that kind of all goes back to slavery and all of that, you know, at the end of the day. And so, you know, we could always correlate it to that, too. So um, I think definitely within definitely black and brown communities, I think it, it's, it's a good way to alternative. But I mean, I think we all we all at some point. Um, I know for sure, like, there's been times where my son did go for, like, the outlet, and I was, like, on the hand. I, I, what you doing? Because, <laughs> no. He was like, what? But, um, yeah, so, he, but from that point on, he never went near the outlet. He was like, that's bad, and then he never did. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think there, um, it is difficult to tell parents how to raise their kids, especially when they don't know any, any different from how they were raised. Um, and everybody's just trying to do their best. Um, but, um, again, there's no judgment on this one. I think we had a good discussion today. Um, nobody was like, oh, you're a bad parent. Nobody did that. So it was, it was good. And I appreciate y'all, but thank you guys for joining me on my little first episode of Speak On It podcast. Um, (laughs) Thank you for having me on Melinda. I really appreciated this discussion was fun. Um, 
my closing thought is I was only speaking from the experience as a first time mom with an autistic child. So a lot of my opinions came from that perspective. As we all know, parenting is not one dimension. There are so many different ways with so many different children out there. Um, what works for me today may not work tomorrow. We shall see. Every day is the new adventure when you are a parent. <laughs> That's for sure. That is That's the sure. tagline right there. <laughs> that <Yeah>. is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you also, Melinda, yep, for the conversation and the topic. Um, I I only have one child for right now. And um, yeah, I'm going. I, <laughs> it's not a playbook for it. I mean, they have playbooks, but it doesn't. It doesn't say this book was created for your child. <laughs> That's it right there. Because as much parenting advice that is out there, it don't. Sometimes you're just like, where is the situation for this? I need to know how to deal with this. I can't find the book. And nobody, I asked my mama, everybody, and the grandmas. Nobody knows. What am I supposed to do? And the worst part about it is that your parents have a book on you. And when you read the book on you, you're like, how can I use it on them? And now you got to write a book on your child. And your child is going to look at it one day and be like, how can I use this on your grandchild? And all of us are sitting here like, it's an adventure. <laughs> it is an adventure. You know? And I, I just encourage everyone to like, <clears throat> at least for myself, I'm finding what works for 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 me as a as a parent what that looks like it looks different every day all day you know um because you 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 never really know it's just i think parenting is is a is a a dice game (laughs) and i'm not trying to crap out (laughs) yeah right it's adjustment and um adaptation Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. and I tell people when they say I'm not good at adapting, but they've got kids or I'm not good at, I'm like, man, if you've got kids, you can adapt. Mm-hmm. You got to adapt every day to something. Mm-hmm. It's just, you're not realizing that you're doing it. So yeah, kids are adjustments and adaptions every day that they're, they're, we love them, but dang, man, they're hard. So, but again, thank y'all so much for helping me do my first episode. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a wonderful evening. Bye.
Bye.